Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, friends. This is Josie from Speaking in Church, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about my favorite current thing right now, which is Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting platform. Um, It's the easiest way to make a podcast. This dummy, yours truly, set it up real quick. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, which, hello, talk about easy. You don't have to be some professional computer person, which is dope. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and literally wherever else you want to put it. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which, you know, some of us are just not going to get a million people listening, which is fine. Um, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you want to make your own podcast about literally anything like the two of us, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey friends, welcome back to Speaking in Church, Season 2. I'm Josie. And I'm Spencer. And today we're starting off big. Thank you, Netflix, for throwing us a bone, our season opener. We're talking shit about a week away. (laughs) A week away. Okay, so here's the funny thing. I don't have as much shit to talk as Josie because I like cheesy shit and I liked this movie more than I thought I would. (laughs) So it's going to be a real uh, show and tell of our personalities right now. In true speaking in church fashion. Mm, mm. Uh, before we jump in uh josie you want to give us an update on your life like we've been we've been on a sabbatical for a few weeks friends and a lot has happened so josie why don't you give us a little update about what's new for you yeah we've probably only been gone for honestly five seconds but when you like work on a podcast it just feels like oh my gosh we've been off the air forever but it has not been that long i bet (laughs) i have no idea but it has not been that long um i'm allowed to rest uh yes gosh talking about rest a bitch has fibromyalgia what the fuck is that (laughs) i've been officially diagnosed my partner has known it all along but because ryan thinks he knows everything and for once he was right (laughs) yeah i mean he's He's a researcher. He's a five on the Enneagram to all my fellow Enneagram people. So he researches things to the nth degree. So So, he gave me the poking test and everything. When you have fibromyalgia, you have like poking points that hurt. And anyways, he was right. I know we'll we'll talk about this more in a later episode. Stay tuned, friends. We do have some really yes. good guests coming on. So we will talk about it more on a later mm-hmm. episode. But I do just want to ask the question of... Is there a sense of relief to at least know and not be questioning? Hell no. I thought there would be. And honestly, this is kind of an insight to my brain and how it all works. But I kind of fucking wish I had like cancer or something because I'll tell you why. At least 
something like that has a cure, right? There is no cure for fibromyalgia. Knowing I have fibromyalgia is just the sentence to have pain for the rest maybe, of my life. Maybe not a cure, but a treatment plan, at least, sort of thing. But there isn't. There's like no medical reason why people have pain known as fibromyalgia is just a catch-all term for well yeah you you have pain we we recognize that we affirm you we affirm your pain does it Uh, does it at least make it easier now to when you go into doctor's offices at least at least you can say i have fibromyalgia and be able to be taken a little bit more seriously instead of just i have this undiagnosed something yeah um Maybe. I mean, it makes it easier to get my insurance to pay for acupuncture. That's for shizzle. That's good. Um, But I mean, as soon as you throw out, oh, I have a chronic pain, doctors take that pretty seriously. Um, Especially if you can like walk and talk and they realize like you're not putting on a show to get the drugs or whatever. They're just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like at the dentist, the dent, I was like, I don't want to get my teeth cleaned because it fucking hurts because I have chronic nerve pain. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We'll give you all the drugs. And I was like, yes. So, nice. I mean, I get some some good drugs to get my teeth cleaned. <laughs> well, like I said, we'll dive into this yes. more at a later date. But we did just want to give you all a little update on our dear friend Josie because uh, we love her and we care about her. And, oh, my gosh, Spencer's life has changed so much as oh my well gosh. during this, this break. It, was a, it came at a good time, this stupid break. <laughs> Friends, if you didn't know, um, Josie is not my neighbor anymore. I moved to the lovely state of Arizona, which uh, I've talked about before. (laughs) I consider Arizona my home. I spent my formative adolescent years here in Arizona. Um, I did not move back to Yuma, though. I moved to beautiful Tucson, which is in uh, southern Arizona, more on the New Mexico side than on the California side. And um, I'm closer to my family. My parents live here and my baby sister, who is my BFF forever lives here um and so yeah my husband and i packed up and we hit the road jack quit his job that he'd been at for over 10 years and we took this kind of leap of faith literally and figuratively Mm -hmm. um and yeah i started a job on march 1st i i'll just tell you a little bit i am now a admissions counselor at a university i'm not going to tell you where because you know i don't want them none your business (laughs) um yeah, I'm an admissions counselor at a university. I absolutely love what I do. Some days are crazy. Josie knows I was just talking about had a crazy day today, but overall, I love my job. And my husband actually starts a brand new job next week. Praise God. He had been unemployed and looking for weeks. So everything's kind of just falling into place. We've had a lot of moments of not to be super spiritual, but um, just so many moments of like, affirmations of like this is where we're supposed to be and we made the right move and um even just the the fact that because i now work in education i was able to get a covid shot so i'm halfway vaccinated which is a huge deal um josie is fully vaccinated just so you know we Mm -hmm. support we support the vaccines the science get shot up um (laughs) so yeah just so many little things that have just really affirmed that we're where we're supposed to be and we're really excited for what is to come but the great part about technology is our podcast is still going to be rolling on as it is um, shout out to zoom <laughs> yeah so kind of what josie said we're going to be talking about the netflix movie a week away if you have not heard of it this isn't just some cheesy christian movie that happens to be on netflix this is a netflix it's original made by netflix netflix original movie netflix put some money behind this and praise god this is not fireproof courageous level 
this is actual like okay netflix you you know how to make a movie level <laughs> yeah um so to start off the conversation because it was made by netflix production value amazing they had mm-hmm. actual lighting people as somebody you know who knows <laughs> a little bit about lighting uh lighting was great um they obviously had the money for it's a musical in case anybody was wondering it's fucking camp rock but <laughs> jesus okay yes jesus camp rock um they There's had money for musicians actor. yes and familiar actors yeah too the, but there's the adults i only know the two adults okay so um the main girl her name is bailey madison if you ever watched the fosters she was on the fosters for a few seasons um she's also on this is me just putting myself out there she's on this really cheesy hallmark canada show called Ew, the Witch. Hallmark. uh yeah that's also on netflix but yeah so if you ever watched the if you ever watched the fosters bailey madison was on there for a few seasons um the dad is he's from the he was the, in the office for okay, yeah. sure an anchor man both anchor man yes he and, is not uh, a holiday nights like <laughs> yes he is not let me i'm trying to find his name he is not like a oh, necessarily his, na- a his family name is friendly. Uh, david kushner yes he is not always a family friendly actor so i'm a little confused i think netflix is just like please come on we need somebody this is one of those this is one of those hey we know you don't do christian movies but you're a christian so do you want to come to this movie and he was all of the comedic relief loved Uh, him yes and then sherry shepherd she i know her from madagascar but i don't (laughs) people might Uh, know her from other things the mom right uh yeah, yeah she was the she was the mom. i know her from um uh, mr iglesias also uh oh okay a netflix show i highly recommend feel good cute hispanic latin long beach get it um anyways yeah i loved her she's great um also amy grant <laughs> yes. made a little cameo amy grant makes a cameo as and a her camp song. counselor and stephen curtis chapman is the lifeguard we will talk Wait. about this amy grant song <laughs> I was, I'm going to be honest, I was watching it in the background, so I did not <laughs> notice Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes, he's literally, like, in the lifeguard chair, like, jamming out to his own song while it plays, which was kind of funny. Yeah. But um, I will give you all some context. If you have been listening to our show for a while, if you listened to our episode on purity culture, my good friend Bethany, we actually FaceTimed and watched this movie mm-hmm. together. Shout out to Bethany. Uh, the funniest thing was these songs, they were all popular Christian songs, but they're like 20 years old. I don't know why mm-hmm. they decided to use songs from the 90s and 2000s. Because they're but... cheap, they're iconic, everybody <laughs> knows them. Uh, not me, because I, I skipped church in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I wasn't involved in that so i was sitting there like what the frick and bethany knew every word to every song and it was a time let me tell you (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um so for no spoilers but here's the like plot um a ragamuffin teenager caught up in the foster care system because i guess his parents are dead they didn't really like say what there was there was no real resolution of what the frick happened to his parents. So I guess they're dead because he admires them. So it's not like they were drug addicts or whatever else puts kids into foster care. Um, so they're dead. Um, and this ragamuffin kid has to go to camp with his new foster family because wait, 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 it's either that or jail. <laughs> okay, that... We're just going to, guys, we're going to pick this apart. Like, we're going to try to not spoil (laughs) it too much, but we just have to talk about one, like, I will say, so to give you some context, the 
the kid is white and the foster family that takes him to church camp is black. And I'm glad they at least had the wherewithal to not reverse that situation or else I would have canceled them from the get go. Yes. Um, but the fact that they played into the foster care troubled youth trope, um, like needing bummer. a savior, I was really uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, yeah, when he gives no indication of being a believer, because major yeah. plot point, you know, and I think that is just really weird. So, um, yeah, it was all sorts of weird. Um, so he goes, he's like, okay, then I guess I'll go to camp. And he has his little guitar strapped to his back and he goes to camp with his new foster family or whatever. They literally get on the bus like two seconds after, too, yes. which is really weird. Like, where did he, where did he, like, yeah. he has nothing with him. <laughs> yeah. So he is, claims to be the, like the cousin of his new foster brother. And the foster mom is, a camp counselor i guess she's like in charge for whatever reason and the foster family has been going to this camp for like years and so Mm -hmm. they show up to church camp and even though they don't all go to the same church everybody knows each other kind of deal Mm -hmm. and they get off the bus and they start doing this weird yeehaw jesus love is like wild and my first reaction was what in the white people because they're like doing guys just to set the stage there's like six buses making a semicircle, and they start doing the hoedown throwdown for for Jesus. <laughs> it was like a full high school musical by the pool moment. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole like mm, but mm, in a dead mm. field because it's Christian summer camp and they can't water yes. the grass. <laughs> yes. Um and instantly this little white boy catches the eye of a racially ambiguous young woman who what? just so happens to be the it girl daughter of the guy who owns the camp. <laughs> And she loves Jesus, let me tell you. And you know that from the get-go because modesty yes, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everybody has shorts that are a little long, uh, you know, shirts that like are V-necks, but like high V-necks. And... There, there was a spaghetti strap dress moment, though, that I was like, mm-hmm. homegirl would have got dress coded for real. <laughs> There's a couple spaghetti strap moments. Netflix was probably like, listen, guys, we can't... If if you want to convert people this is you know, <laughs> so, or, the, or things have changed i don't know i'm not a youth group leader anymore what do i know so in true you know here's the storyline fashion bad boy he don't love jesus girl he loves or wants to love loves jesus there's the goody two shoes of camp who's the bad guy that wants to embarrass and expose some dark secret about the new kid Mm-hmm. And then his foster brother is the the nerdy, oh, you love him because he's a nerd that is in love with this other girl and doesn't know how to say it. Like, mm-hmm. they just went for as basic as possible. And let me tell you, they, uh, they like, had this weird... Um, there's this weird scene in the cafeteria where they're trying to get to know the new kid and he keeps making twilight references which i was living for as a twilight stand but it was like out of nowhere yes it was so out of place that honestly uh if you guys don't know twilight was written by a mormon stephanie meyer and so i instantly was like wait a minute is this actually a mormon movie because why are they like why is he saying that his his crush is bella swan i'm really this is really weird to me (laughs) yes because it's also like a really out of date reference like Jella Swan is gay now guys yes Yes. Twilight is from 2012 something like that like it's not it's been a very long time the Twilight Renaissance is happening but for not 
not church camp reasons that's for sure yeah being I taken mean, by the girls the gays and the days so i would have accepted hunger games as a little bit more of like a yeah but then i feel like hunger games but it also plays into but like also or like harry potter because they did yeah, part of the camp true. is that they compete for points and they have their own little color group so kind of like hogwarts-esque and With they get some points cultural appropriation mixed in because it's church camp and for some reason we need tribes i don't get it but also praise god it was scottish themed not native themed. that's okay so that's what i was like confused by because i was like okay like it, it should have been like clans but not i was yes i was like this feels like like this feels like it's wrong but they're trying to not make it wrong i don't know but so yeah there was three teams and obviously the good girl she's on the crimson angels <laughs> and then the bad guy is on the uh, azure apostle <laughs> azure and then the green team i didn't even understand because i felt like they could have tried harder with the biblical references it was yeah. like maximus verdi and i was like yeah, verde and they, in Spanish is green. Okay, but I said verde because that's how they pronounced it. They oh, didn't yes, say also. Verde, and I was really upset by that. So I'm like, um, mm-hmm. I'm sure you could have pulled out some better biblical references. Like, this is really weird to me. Yes, but it was odd. Anyway, so going, like, basically the whole movie, they it's the typical like he's a bad boy he's encountering jesus but what i thought was really weird is they never showed them like going to like a chapel or like service they were just like at the blob singing dive by (laughs) stephen curtis chapman and then yeah they had like the plot line of like the nerdy kid trying to get the girl and then the the foster kid not like trying not to expose his secret but then getting exposed blah 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 and then they have like a cry night and I'm like, okay, like, how did we get to cry night when they haven't talked about Jesus one time? Like, I, I don't know. understand what's happening here. Yeah, Jesus is kind of just mentioned, and it's overtly Christian, but in a, like, more the, subtle way. The only time I felt like a sermon was being given is when the the main girl is actually talking about... Um, spoiler alert i don't know how to not talk about it without spoiling but her mom died and so she's talking to the boy about about losing her mom and she's talking about jesus and how she's going to see her again because she believes in heaven and they kind of have this banter of like well how do you know it's real and blah 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 and she doesn't give any good examples she literally just says because i have faith and i'm like okay um and then yeah they go cry night they have a big blowout he kind of runs away from camp and his foster parents don't even care (laughs) i was like your foster kid's running away you're not even trying to stop him the girl tries and stops him they have a screaming match and she's like you can't tell me that it's not real or it didn't matter to you and he's like tell me you don't care yes and he's like i don't care like i don't believe in god like i don't care if god loves me and then she goes back to camp crying and then he has this weird revelation, like a bet on it, high school musical two moment. But like shorter than that, <laughs> like instant. And they, he comes back to camp and it's talent show night because it's the last night. And they have a big camp rock style blowout where they win the talent show and the green team wins, even though they were the underdog. And then the next day, everybody goes home and the movie's over. <laughs> and you're like, what yes. did I just watch? <laughs> and here's my thing, right? This is not a spoiler. It's just kind of something I noticed throughout the movie. 
he never has like a conversion it's not like he's like no and never. now i'm a christian it's it's a love story the whole thing is just this love story between these two kids which is so unchristlike, in my opinion this movie and... is not going to make it into youth groups and fundamentalist <laughs> usa let me oh, tell you i was gonna say i feel like this is gonna be a new youth group staple until they realize that it's like not good and so one i think there's uh there's gonna be a lot of 13 year old girls going to high school camp for the first time with unrealistic expectations now oh yeah (laughs) number two um the it proves the point that love songs and worship songs are really uh there's a real yeah there's a real fine line that's gray because they are in the forest singing this michael w smith song and um it's supposed to be about god and they're definitely like serenading each other and i'm like wait a minute like (laughs) what is happening here yeah it was a lot and i just so one of the things i want to talk about is so we talked about amy grant our girl makes a little appearance and they use an amy grant song that a lot of people may not have heard of it's called baby baby baby. and can we just talk about so i learned this from again my good pal bethany um amy grant in the late 90s uh wanted to break into secular music yep. so she wrote this song called baby and it was like a bop like it, it was a good traction. song yeah like it was gaining all this traction and like non-christians you know like secular music was catching on to it and christians canceled her straight up mm-hmm. we're like you're like not a good role model like you are just trash like you're supposed to make good wholesome christian music and mind you this song isn't even really bad the music video i did watch the music video for research there was like maybe a questionable scene because she's at this guy's apartment and people could be like oh my god you're at some guy's apartment but there's nothing sexual like she's not exposed in any way like they're not like making out like it's just a really innocent kind of like cute little 90s pop love song and christians freaking canceled her and now 2021 they make this movie and they use this song as like the fun like comic relief the nerdy kid singing to his crush and i was really confused by the whole situation mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it was i really i have so many thoughts and they just keep like passing me by because this movie was just i mean i know i'm not the demographic i know i'm old exvangelical i get it but oh my god it was just so <sighs> cringe as the youths would say so let's go over i just opened the um the little what do you call it like oh, the uh, paintball scene was pretty gnarly okay the paintball scene i was like That's this it. this is 100 american christian because it's like you love yeah. jesus go shoot each other <laughs> i know the glorification of gun culture is so real in youth camp funny story while spencer looks some stuff up i went to youth camp and i paid my 15 dollars to go play paintball in high school or no i was in middle school whatever it was i straight up my because the mask didn't really you wore masks but they were just like face shields and they didn't really fit right i dropped my gun because i don't know how to hold a gun because my parents are anti-guns true christians true christ followers (laughs) in my opinion and so i never knew how to handle a gun really um i dropped the stupid gun and one of the leaders that was there with this shot at me in my direction landed on my temple and then later on walking down the hill i pass out 
It was crazy. I'm pretty sure he's the one that's given me fibromyalgia. It was all downhill from there. That one paintball just changed your so life. The forever. temple. I mean, they say temples are sensitive or whatever. It's the closest thing to your brain. Yeah, because your body is a temple. <laughs> hey. Oh uh, uh, sorry if you hear my clicking. I'm trying to pull up the the little um, like the list of songs. Oh yeah. So um, some of them I don't really know, but the. So the very first song um, they sing is, well, they're on the bus and they're just singing about like, kind of like going to church camp, I guess. And it's a little weird. Um, but then they get off the bus. And like I said, they were doing like the hoedown throwdown for Jesus. <laughs> and so I'm trying to find who originally sings that song. So bear with me here. It might be an original for the movie. No, because... Uh, Bethany 100% knew it. Okay, uh, oh. Stephen Stephen Curtis Chapman, The Great Adventure. <laughs> oh. um, you see, even I, I grew up in the church, but like I said, my dad, I was telling Spencer earlier that my dad, because I grew up in a Hispanic church, and my dad was one of the only people that were truly bilingual, and he was the musician. I only heard the good Christian music. He, I, we did not <laughs> listen to the shitty ones. Let me tell you, like okay. big big house, and they made a big big appearance. We did not listen to that fucking song. It was stupid. Okay, so they do sing big house. We'll talk about that later. So the this like throwdown hoedown song they're singing. I'm just gonna read you the little chorus. So, saddle up your horses. We got a trail to blaze through the wild blue yonder of God's amazing grace. Let's follow our leader into the glorious unknown. This is a life like no other whoa whoa this is the great adventure and so it was giving me like you said like hannah montana vibes but also greatest showman vibes Mm. and i was like okay and they were doing obviously they were doing like hand motions because i guess this is like a kid's church song and um they sing place in this world my michael w smith that's the one where i was like um this is supposed to be about god but you're like in love with each other (laughs) Um, and then they sing a song where I belong by building 49. That's the kind of like, mm-hmm. he's like crying. Like I don't fit in with the world. I'm a foster kid and nobody could love me. And then, uh, the true bop of the whole movie. Well, besides Amy Grant's baby, cause that's like the true bop, but the like tagline for the movie is big house by audio and adrenaline. <sighs> and if you've never heard big house, I had no idea what the song was until I worked at church camp a few years ago. Um, but literally it's just like a big, big house with lots and lots of room, a big, big table with lots and lots of food, a big, big yard where we can play football, a big, big house. It's my father's house. And they're supposed to be talking about like heaven, but also that the church should be like really welcoming, which is kind of ironic because the like evil guy in the movie like he's trying to make the the kid not feel welcome because he's new and then he finds out he's like a troubled youth and he tries to like ostracize him and i'm like didn't you just sing a song about like everybody's welcome at the table and i was like this is giving me some real come as you are make a church vibes mm-hmm. and i did not like that <laughs> yeah i just <sighs> It's fine. I say watch it because it's fucking funny. If you're an evangelical, hate watch it. It's hilarious. Uh, there should be a drinking game. The homie Trip Fuller suggested it. Um, 
and he's like super smart so i think <laughs> i think i should do it and i think it would be like when it what would the drinking game be spencer let's make it up okay let's do it right now. um i think there would be a drinking game i mean if you want to get wasted every time you see somebody wearing um either tights under their shorts or mm. shorts over their swimsuit you'd be trashed in the mm-hmm. first five minutes of this modest movie. is hottest the modest is hottest challenge I will, all right this is actually um this is actually kind of a praise but also not a praise of the movie uh i appreciated that when they're at the lake obviously the girls are wearing shorts but i appreciated that the boys kept their t-shirts on because i've oh, been yeah. to one too many camps where there's a double standard of boys cannot wear a shirt but girls have to wear shorts and or a shirt kind of deal yeah i wasn't about that so praise uh the praise of a week away is there was at least somewhat gender equality in the purity culture but the the forsaken of it the like of it would be purity culture <laughs> yeah fuck purity culture um Okay, and then another one would be another rule for our drink. The speaking of church sponsored a week away um, drinking <laughs> game would be when. Okay, so it would be those cutaway scenes where it would be him looking at her and her looking at him. Oh my gosh! And those little, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, A shot, so B shot, where they look at each other like longingly or whatever. That um, would be one. You have to, so you know. Sometimes you have to the finish your drink moment. There is a moment. I won't spoil it for you, but there is a moment where she claims that God loves her more. <laughs> oh, and it's it's honestly yeah. kind of funny because I wish I was like that clever but yeah uh, when you get to that moment you gotta down your drink and pour yourself a new one because it's just a yes. moment <laughs> yes and then what else? any um wait a minute uh anytime there the main girl is wearing an outfit that would have got her dress coated <laughs> yes oh yes because it's just the main girl too double standards because yes. their daddy owns the camp how yes. rude there are a couple moments where i'm like homegirl that would have for sure got you dress coded like why are no you shoulders um i think one other thing we need to talk about is the elephant in the room of there is a character in this movie that you cannot tell me you cannot convince me that they are not queer in one way or another which one um the foster brother oh 100 percent, definitely like a little little fluid i'm just gonna like again i just want you to watch this movie and i think you'll agree that you can't convince me otherwise because the fashion choices Mm -hmm. the the lingo the way that they interact with people i'm like what okay so this is a question i have for you josie bethany and i debated on um do you think that the cast had to sign like a faith statement no because the office guy would not sign it why if he is like he obviously it's netflix netflix doesn't give a shit about faith okay i guess so uh then our other question is do you think that somebody in this movie is gonna come out via tiktok and and tell all the tea oh yeah a hundred percent i mean they'll probably wait six months but they will be like oh okay because you guys demanded it and because i'm feeling a little convicted because blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> so overall a week away on a scale of um one to i don't know one to um getting baptized at bible camp what would you rate this <laughs> mm. 
watch it for a drinking game. All right. That's I what would, I'd rate it. I would, excuse me, I would rate it a, um, a, like, not as traumatic as you think it would be church mm. event yes yes like, like you could definitely there's some things that are a little iffy but overall i was not like yeah. as i thought i would be like if you're an ex-evangelical who has some kids running around and you want like a little bit of wholesome content with a little bit of jesus sprinkled in this would work yeah if, especially if you want to be like if you're if you're similar to like like our friend bethany who was like oh this was like a like a nice throwback like there was music that that she enjoyed from childhood without being too crazy like i would recommend it um, kind of like when your friend invites you to play dodgeball at church and you're afraid that they're going to give a sermon, um, but mm-hmm. then they don't, you actually just get to have fun. It's like that. Like you're expecting yeah. a lot of trauma, but you actually come out feeling pretty okay. And they do. Oh, no, that's a big spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Don't, I didn't say anything. But yeah, so, I would definitely watch it again to drink to get hammered yeah so if this is something um maybe later on in the summer we can have a little summer movie night and we'll watch mm. it all together we can and you can that. watch josie get drunk off of one beer <laughs> so this is something josie and i have kind of been bouncing around obviously i like i said i'm starting a new job and i moved but we really want to kind of engage with y'all whether that be through a book club or like movie watching um we had kind of joked about um a non-youth youth group because obviously we're not youths but just a group of us like if you wanted to come on like we could do zoom or something and yeah we could talk about uh, books or movies and just kind of shoot the shit with each other um i think that'd be really cool for our little community so if that's yeah. something you're interested in shoot us some dms on insta shoot us mm-hmm. an email if you want all that stuff we would love it um so this season we have a bunch of cool people lined up to talk to y'all talk with all of us um we have some people returning we have some brand new friends coming that um are cherished members of our community that are excited to come on yeah we have our first semi-famous person coming on maybe we'll have some more if i can convince spencer to have more famous people on (laughs) i uh, Josie and I had a really cool conversation a few days ago mm-hmm. for a different podcast, which we'll drop more deets about later as it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that kind of opened doors for some other things that we hope to be bringing to you soon. We don't want to put out spoilers, but yeah, uh, just lots of cool things coming from us at Speaking at Church and from some of our other friends in the progressive, deconstructive, what have you community. So lots of weirdly big things happening, everybody. It's <laughs> wild. So we'll keep you updated. Sorry for the teasers, not to be a tease. But yeah, it's gonna be fun. This is gonna be a fun season. It is. So as let always, us know if you want to be on. Yes, too. as always, if you want to come on, you know, Josie wants to talk to a Republican. Please if you want to come on and talk to us um we'd also love to talk to just 
so different, so many different kinds of people. Um, I'm going to put on Instagram some topics that we're like, mm, should we kind of talked about? Should we not? You guys vote on them. Um, you guys have been asking. We will have Ryan back this yes. season. Oh, finally. Um, another teaser. I may or may not have a new Mormon friend at work that um, Mormons. wants to answer some of your questions, but, but maybe she's more. Like, they're a real Mormon, like a currently yes. Mormon? Yes, currently Mormon, oh. but maybe more on an anonymous thing just because they're fine and so yeah if uh again i'll drop a box more questions for Mm -hmm. ryan the former mormon and my new friend who is a active mormon who uh has been listening to our podcast and is enjoying the conversation so (laughs) yeah so lot again lots of just crazy things happening in our own personal lives that are going to bring really cool things into our community that we're excited to bring you guys in because I don't know about Josie, but the the sabbatical was really good for my soul and like visioning of what I want this community to be. And um, I'm just a lot more in my feels in the spiritual aspect. I think I feel really refreshed. So I'm excited for y'all to come on that journey, you know? I'm a workhorse, so you know me, always trying to get shit done. <laughs> um, so I guess it was fine. I guess the break was fine. But we're back, baby. Well, guys, friends, dolls, everybody. I don't like to say guys. Well, y'all. Y'all. Well, y'all. Thank you, Tanksas, for that gender neutral term. (laughs) Sucks. Well, friends, as always, stay woke or get woke. Jesus loves you. (gasps) Bye. 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 We didn't plug our Instagram. Oh, yeah. <laughs> follow, follow us on, us on Instagram, Instagram at Speaking in Church. <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram, you can find our personals. We'll see y'all next yeah. week. Okay, bye. Sorry. <laughs>